Science episode 15. Yes, indeedy. BG in the house. Yes, 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 yes. Got my man Kenny in the building. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Gotta put a smooth voice on. Yeah. What's going yeah. on? Light skinned niggas is definitely in, in the house tonight. Hey, man. We running the finals. <laughs> we running the podcast tonight, nigga. I better put put some respect <laughs> on <them laughs> niggas' names, yo. Put some respect <laughs> on these light skinned young niggas. I'm, I'm definitely out. Remember, shout out to the nigga Sterl. Sterl behind the camera. Another light skinned nigga. Yeah, that's right. He might not think it, but you light skinned. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Episode 15, people. This ain't rocket science. Uh, TyrerBeingHumble.com, man. Make sure y'all go to the website. Check us out. Follow us on Instagram, TyrerBeingHumble. Yes, yes, yes. Follow the podcast page, Tars Podcast on Instagram, man. We appreciate everybody hitting us up. Mm-hmm. Banging with us on the IG, man. We gonna, Listen, this is what we're going to do. We're going to start this episode with a lot of people get on us. You feel me? They talk about all the trash we talk on here and how negative we are. Say so we, I said, you know what? Say we like bearer bad news, just real negative on there. And I disagree. Because I really feel like I'm a pretty positive guy. I mean, you know. I thought you too. Our opinions may differ from yours, but you know, so this is what I thought about. I said, yo, we're going to start this podcast up by saying something positive, saying something nice. Okay. <laughs> all right? So I have a, I have a hat here. I might not pick out of it. That's Eagles. Yeah, I can't pick out of that. Well, well you know what? I actually have an Eagles helmet here. Fuck, <laughs> yeah. fuck that shit, man. All right, all right. And there, there's random topics in said helmet, all right? And we're okay. going to, you know, just pick it out and just say something nice about it. Start the positive, start, I'm sorry, start the podcast off positively, On all right? positive vibe. Right, right. So, Mr. Kenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you choose first, since you are the guest. <laughs> Don't tell us who you got yet, all right? Uh-huh. Now, mind you, they ain't seen oh, these things two. yet. You got two? All right, go ahead. Yeah, you, I haven't you, seen you, this. You be careful with the helmet, bro. Man, fuck this helmet, dog. It's going to get real on the podcast in football season. I don't think... I'm going to let y'all know that right now. We might have to do a... We might have to do a, a total different... All right, I'm, I'm going to grab one also. Matter of fact, Stuart, you grab one too, man. Just, come on. Come come grab one, man. All right, we're going to start... We're trying to change. We're trying to change. You know what I mean? People have said that we are a little negative. All right. Shout out to the people that have voiced their opinion. Make sure you keep doing that on iTunes and... In the Instagram page on a consistent basis and let us know how you feel. I got I got a pretty easy one. All right, so we are gonna start off with Kenny since City Guts, man. Who you got, man? Donald Trump. Donald ah. Trump. Come on, give us something positive about. It's funny you said you got Donald Trump. <laughs> so Donald Trump, man, give us something positive, man. Start the podcast off right. Off on the uh, right note. What could you say positive about I will Brother say Trump? If uh, none of you have stayed in the Trump Tower Hotel. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Thanks for uh, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. In New York. Oh, I will be saving one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump, I like that. Trump Soho. Uh, okay. Talk you, that talk. If, right, if you've right, never right. been, you should uh, definitely check it out. Quality establishment. Quality establishment, indeed. <laughs> all right. Here, here we go. That's probably about all I got to say <laughs> positively about Donald Trump. Uh, all right, Bro- brother love. William, what you what you got over there, man? Let me, let me see what I'm cooking with, man. The Dallas Cowboys. Oh, that's rough. America's team. <laughs> The positive, most positive thing I can I can take from the Cowboys. I'm, I'm gonna give you two things. I'm gonna say that they have a lot of they've won a lot of championships, so you know it's a winning culture. And yeah. since I'm an Eagles hater, I'll say that they beat the Eagles. Like they they won up the Eagles. They got more chips than them. Quality, quality. You know I mean? So that's my positivity. They're a winning franchise, and, and more than the Eagles, who I hate. You know what I'm saying? I like how you took your opportunity to really talk trash. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
What about the Eagles? Let me see who I got, man. Well, I got a, I got an easy one. I got Mexicans. Oh, okay. Mexicans are awesome. Mexicans are awesome. Is any Tuesday? Cheap labor. Cheap. Ta- Taco it, Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Got great food. As I sip my margarita. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? So I, I got Mexicans. So I, I can't trip. Stir. Who you got? Stir by the camera. What you pull? He stumped him. Nah, he don't. He, I have uh, George W. Bush. George no. W. Bush. I'm going to relay the message to the people because I'm not clear they can hear you. So, so George W. Bush, give us something positive. Uh, great lineage. There, uh, there you go. Great lineage. great lineage. His father was a president and so was he. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Hey, man. I, I got I one really for you. I don't have too much on, uh, on Brother Bush. He, he had a plan and he stuck with it. Hey, he, he took those towers down. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I can respect the leader right. who comes up with a plan and executes, and executes it. And then when it's brought to his attention, he plays the role like, oh, right. really? Right, right, right. As he was uh, reading the, uh, when he was with the kids. Yeah, when he was reading the story. Put his margarita down. <laughs> Sorry, that's just a good way to start the podcast off, man. Yeah, I like that, man. I'm, I'm feeling on a, good. On a, on a positive note. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully when y'all when y'all driving to work on Wednesday, if you got a job, you know your day start as bright as as ours did. You right, feel right, me? Right, right. So uh, what else we got on today? We we gonna talk about um basically our weekend, man. Yeah. All right. Philadelphia did a beautiful job this weekend, man. Roots picnic, Shout Beyonce out concert. Shout out to Philadelphia, man. It was really it was. Re- I'm not from Philly. I'm from Jersey, but it was right, really, right. You should be proud. I'm proud, man. It, it was a good weekend here in the city. Then we're going to highlight Kenny a little bit more. If you don't know, Kenny is the GM of Recess, which to me right now is probably the hottest club in the city. Recess nightclub. Right, right. So we're going to highlight Kenny, man. I'm I'm, going to ask him a few questions that I got from the people, you know, because I'm I'm a people's person. I represent the people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to, on this podcast, like I said, we're going to talk about our weekend. We're going to talk about the Roots picnic, Beyonce concert. We're going to highlight Kenny a little more. We're going to talk to him about nightlife etiquette. Right, You feel me? Niggas just don't know, man. <laughs> Niggas ain't got none. They be breaking all the rules. Breaking all the rules. Oh, you feel me? And then the sports, man. Sports, sportsman, baby. We got to talk about Ali. Got to pay homage. R.P. Ali. Right off match. the bat, man. Right off the bat. Got to pay homage to Ali. Much, much respect. Much. We got to uh, talk about this, this the situation going down over there at Stanford University. Absolutely. If you ain't know. If you ain't know, you need to educate yourself. <laughs> We're going to try to, but if, you know what I mean? You might want to read up a little more. And then, and then the legend, one of the original internet legends, <laughs> the, one of the original viral homies. Did you say Mo? Kimbo Slice? He called the crazy thing is you said legend for Kimbo. You, didn't say for <laughs> you Ali, definitely right? didn't say. My nigga, all I got to do is say Ali. Yeah, okay. that, that, all that, it. all that. Come on, man. He said internet legend. Yeah, right. You gotta, you gotta put a little sauce on Kimbo because I don't think people really know like where my man came from. Right, and we gonna touch on you that. You feel me? That's like a. It's almost kin to a street ball player ended up in the NBA. You feel me? Like this nigga started from like, Loyals. Like right. skip to my Lou. Like skip. Right. right. Almost like real, real rap. Almost right. like skip to my Lou. Except at least skip to my Lou went D one and all that shit. Like this nigga started from a no yard. college, no transcripts, no high school diploma type ball player going from the You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like going from the backyard playing shooting hoops to the league. Like this nigga ended up before he died, ended up in UFC. Yeah. Yep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we definitely gonna get into that, but Alright, so let's kick this thing off, man. How, how was your weekend, Doc? Dog, man, this weekend was very eventful, man. Like you said before, shout out to Philly who had a a, a great, um, great weekend. Roots picnic was this weekend. Uh, I was fortunate enough to go with a uh, with a couple friends. And uh, shout out to Top Back. Also. Y'all look good out there, man. Yo, shout out to Top Back and Cody Duckets, cause Cody Duckets was repping hard. He looked very clean out there. 
with the uh, KD. With KD the, had the full get up on representing the whole team with the new Tobh uh, shirt and yeah, he had um, that, that with that that graffiti tour joint on. Absolutely, and he had the um, he, you know, he had the car. The, no, I'm sorry, the camel uh, crown. Throwback. He, he really set it off. Yeah, you know I mean, he gave me an idea for an outfit. I might wear it tomorrow. So uh, <laughs> shout out to you, KD, because you inspired me, my man. All right, right, right. But uh, yeah, the Roots picnic, man. It was it was a good time. It was a lot of performances. Uh, Usher headlined. He, he he shut it down. Let me let me start from the beginning. I was walking up. I was a little late, and I, I was walking sounds up. about right. Yeah, I mean, pretty usual. Sounds about right. But see, it wasn't really me. It wasn't me. I'm gonna I'm gonna blame. I'm not even gonna blame uh, Casey. I'm not gonna blame my girlfriend because I, mean, I left her because I knew she was gonna be. Because that would have been sounding about right as well. Right. Too. So I left them, and I, uh, as soon as I was walking up to the concert, Will Smith was coming on. I heard Summer Jam, and mm. I was like, Damn. Talking about positive summer, vibes. Right. Like, as soon as you hit touchdown, summer jam playing, just summertime. Summertime, right. So right. he um, he uh, made a special guest appearance when Willow, when his daughter Willow was performing. Right, right. And then uh, after that, I linked up with Tim. Tim, Hami, Clay. We was all in the building repping T.O.B.H. Uh, linked up with Phil, who was in there. Go-Go performed Shout earlier. out to Go-Go. Go-Go, uh, she was a guest on the podcast from Absol- the Oils. Absolutely. Episode four. Yep, yep, yep. I heard she did her thing at, at the picnic. Absolutely. I missed her performance, uh, but I, I linked up with her. She said she had a good time. She, I, I talked to a couple people that saw it that said she did a good job. So, um, But, yeah, so I was able to see little Uzi Vert. Hottest artist in the in the streets right now. Right, right. Definitely and, uh, the city down. He had a crazy set. Meek went came out during the set. Well, I didn't even know it was off house arrest. I mean, I, I'm not even sure if he is, but I, he just showed up. Somebody gave him permission. He was there. And we're uh, not. He was at the Beyonce concert too. He, was, he performed. So he definitely I, did. <laughs> I hope he hope he was supposed to be uh, off house. You know I mean, that's that's I heard he gave him like eight more days. Right. I, I don't know what's going on at this point. That's what I heard because he uh, was a community service. Nobody knows. I mean, he'll be in recess soon. Who knows? Okay. Or maybe not. I don't know. But um, so the what I give a little Uzi Vert. Right. He he put down a solid performance. I was a little upset that they didn't put him on a bigger stage. He was on the smallest stage I in the venue. Roof. He was on a roof of well, a he jumped a shack. On the, yeah, he jumped on the vending machine, like the vendor oh, okay. that was selling liquor. He jumped on that, <laughs> and uh, he was like rocking out. So that, I mean, that was a cool part actually. And from where I was standing, like you could see him in the Brent Franklin Bridge behind him. So if I had a camera on me, like that's a perfect shot. To, like, you know what I mean? But um he but yeah, they disrespected him. It's his hometown. I feel like they disrespected him where they put him in the lineup. This is his hometown. And you're not like on a bigger stage, you're on the smallest stage. I mean, they could have did a little bit better with that. But um, yeah, his his performance was still solid. Future though. Did he redeem himself from that Fillmore concert, man? Okay. I, I was pretty upset about that. Now me and you have went to the future concert. We went to the future show. And I was upset too. It was a little whack. I was upset, man. But um, cause he really he only use a live band, he talks over the tracks or whatever. So it's not like he's not giving you a lot. He's giving you some energy. Really, he's just playing his songs. You can hear them in the car. Right, right. But uh, his sound went out. Oh. During the concert. Oh, that's why niggas was throwing trash at him. Right. So people was throwing bottles up there and everything. Oh, they was they was tired of it. But it wasn't his fault. Like it wasn't his completely his fault. And I kind of feel him why he didn't get back on the stage. One, because Usher's coming up. Like, he was the second to, he was uh, the second to last artist. Yeah. Usher was on the other stage. So he has a certain time. He got to be off so people can make it over to see Usher. And once you kill the vibe, like, once I come out and perform Wicked and, like, same damn time and the sound goes out, now I got to, like, recharge everybody up. Get he did two out. songs and that was it? No, nah, no, nah, he did, like, he probably did, like, six or seven. Oh, nigga, that's a whole concert. Nah, I mean, but Roots pick, niggas paying 100, $150 for this this show like they I definitely I want to see Future go through a whole 
variety of tracks. If I right, go there. right, right, right. So, so you only think he was halfway through before they? they nah, got he, de- he definitely wasn't. But they, I mean, the sound was bad. He left, and people started throwing boo and throwing shit on stage. I mean, and ironically, the same thing happened in the summer jam. Summer jam, it was raining, mm-hmm. and uh, he just ran out of time. But um, yeah, and then Usher, Usher hit the stage. Shout out to uh, Jay Powell. You know what I mean. JPZ working for Usher down down in Atlanta and everything. Usher hit the stage with the roots and he was killing it. Made I me, heard. he took me back. I yeah, heard. I seen, I seen, I seen, I seen the snaps and all that stuff on the internet. Like he really, really took me back. Like you got it bad stuff that I completely forgot about when I was sixteen. He was singing about stuff I ain't really, really understand. Really didn't feel, but he felt it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sixteen, I ain't had no kids. I ain't get a side chick pregnant. You can relate now, but. Well, not really, I mean, but nah, nah, don't, don't put that on. No, nah, no, nah, my don't bad, put my that bad. On me, brother. You can relate more to his songs now, right? Because I'm older, right? Yeah, so, Bruce Pickett was a real good time, man. I will say they need to make a couple adjustments, but uh, like it's, what? It's a lot of people out there, man. You got food wise, you gotta you gotta change a lot of stuff, man. Food, there wasn't a lot of food vendors. Lines were too long. Like it's, you gotta you gotta change it up. They gotta they gotta tweak a couple. It things, is a small so. space, though. very small space. It's like damn near ten thousand people out there. So like, being that it's ten thousand people, you gotta accommodate all the people. So you gotta have adequate food. You gotta have all this. So right, I mean, right. It is what it is. But it was. It was you no, know, it's, it's definitely it definitely sounded like a good time. I mean, I don't even think my weekend was that popping, but it was just uh, it was a long weekend for your boy. Right, right. I just feel like things in my life just don't go as smoothly as they should. My, you feel how, me? How so? I mean, I don't even know where to start. Uh, basically, I don't want to say my car broke down about three weeks ago. Okay. You feel me? My car ain't the 2014. I mean, I, I just don't expect to be at a red light. It just quits on me. Mm-hmm. So I took it a shot. Whatever, whatever. So Friday comes around. Right. That's why I've been snapping. <laughs> I've been snapping driving my girl car. Okay. I just think that's funny. That's what niggas do. Like, my girl at work, I'm driving her shit. Right, right, right. So I've been making Snapchat <laughs> doing that shit. <laughs> you feel me? Just talking shit like, yeah, my girl at work. But I'm, I'm in the whip. I'm driving her car. Seat <laughs> back. Music banging. So anyway, I've been pushing my girl up, you feel me? But I, I get a uh, I get a call at work on Friday, like, yeah, your car done early, because I wasn't expecting it until Tuesday, which right. is today. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. It's a Friday. I'm like, that's clutch. You feel me? So I go grab the whip. Right for the weekend. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Which which was big for me because I was already I was carless mm-hmm. and I was homeless also. Okay. Because uh, we had the people come rework the wood in the crib. You Pause. know what I'm saying? Definite pause. I had the people come rework the wood in the crib. Right, right. Pause. There you go. <laughs> okay, a pause is in order. Yeah, I had to yeah. say it again just to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> so anyway, I already knew I was going to be homeless, and I'm like, well, damn, at least I got a car. You feel me? So I get the whip, pick it up about six. Yeah. Long story short, Saturday morning, I take it back. <laughs> the, shit, <laughs> the shit broke down only about two o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning. <laughs> obviously, you it wasn't me? fixed. It wasn't in the cars. Obviously, obviously it, was, it wasn't fixed. Right. <laughs> you feel me? So anyway, this was also a big weekend because it was my baby birthday. You feel me? Shout out to my baby. She getting up there. Okay, Tosh. Don't say her name. Don't say. I mean, don't say her uh, age. I mean, she's she's my senior. That's well known. That's all I need. (laughs) (laughs) That's well known. So it was a big weekend. You feel me? So now I ain't got no car, no house. You feel me? I wound up. I felt like uh, what they call it, squatting. I squatted in the the rental property. Right, right, right. Because we we still looking for a tenant. So I I went over there and slept over there. So I woke up Saturday morning. I took the whip over. to the Nissan dealership. But anyway, but before I got to that, this, this is the other part about the weekend. On Friday, I'm sitting in, broken, in the broken down car. Right. My, I couldn't go in my house. Uh-huh. My window's tinted, right? <laughs> my nigga. I'm on the phone when I dare trying to bust a move. I'm trying to figure out if I should go to New York for my girl's birthday, which we did end up doing. And I see a gentleman dressed sharp, head to toe. 
You feel me? Top hat on and everything. And I'm on the phone. I'm minding my business. Top hat? I mean, hey. I mean, the nigga was sharp with them old school players. Right. And then I noticed this nigga is just pissing in the back of my house. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I'm, I'm on the phone in the whip. I'm like, yo. <laughs> you got to get out and beat that nigga's ass. Dog. I mean... Dick out through the zipper, no hands. For some reason, this nigga had his hands behind his head like he's being arrested. Like this nigga was really enjoying himself, and I don't know what to do. I don't know. He must have been holding that joint for a minute. I don't know if I, listen, mind you, it's not like I live on a corner. It's not like he like dipped around a corner. Like all right, let me bang this out. Like I live in the middle of the block. Right. And okay, what's the back of my house? It's like a long driveway. But he, it's spe- not. he specifically chose your house. He's, he's right, right. He chose my crib. He was walking in the middle of the block. Spot. Now, technically, it's an alleyway, but it's really not because on the other on the other side from me, there's no houses. You know, it's, it's old your road. Right. So <laughs> I rolled a window down. I'm like, I'm, listen, I'm a silly person. I found it funny. <laughs> I'm cracking up. Like I'm literally in tears. And all I could say to him was, like, I wanted to say something mean. All I said was, damn, oh, head. <laughs> right in front of my house. <laughs> this nigga. Oh, my fault, man. My fault. Oh, my. He ain't going out like he embarrassed. I'm like, how you going to be embarrassed? You must do it all the time. Nigga, you got a top hat on. Nigga, yeah. you embarrassed, nigga. You sitting here, hand. You thought this nigga was getting some head. Like, this nigga sitting here, hands on top of his head. Dick out through the zipper. Like, just no. The hands on the head is the <laughs> I'm like, that's the best. Why is your dick out through your zipper is what I want to know with no homo. Come on, man. That nigga's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no control. No I control. I'm about to say that. I your pants leg probably wet. <laughs> no <man>. control. Hell, <laughs> you just out here free, just, just balling, free just Willy style. Totally like. disrespecting me. But anyway, man. <laughs> so anyway, I dropped, I dropped, I dropped the car off, man. Saturday morning, man. I, I had to get that off my chest. I, I never felt so disrespected in my life. Like Kenny said, I probably should have whipped his ass. I probably should have been upset. Yeah, man, that's this nigga I don't fucking fuck my property that. value all up and shit. Nigga might as well pissed in your house, man. Yeah, essentially. Nigga, he could have asked me and I would have let him piss. Like, I know he ain't seen me because like I said, the whip is titted, but <laughs> all I could all I can say was all oh, tough damn over here. Like But anyway, man, it ended up being a good it ended up being a good weekend, man. We shot up to New York for my baby birthday, man. So we we was just vibing, you feel me? We, we vibing. And for some reason she just she was just like, let's go to Black Tap. I didn't know the fuck Black Tap was. Mm. I guess it's like a burger joint. It kind of reminded me of PYT. Up New York. Up New York, yeah. It kind of reminded me of PYT. So we get to that motherfucker. My nigga, we was basically doing our tour shit. We in Times Square chilling, you feel me? I've never been to Times Square. Anytime I go to New York, I go to the hood. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I go hang out with Mister and them niggas. Right, right, right. Off uh, Money and Violence. Oh, that's, that's, that's what you <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's what I normally do when I'm in New York. Hey, but I was on my tour shit. We was chilling. So for our birthday, she wanted to go to Black Tap, my nigga. And I don't know what the fuck is wrong with New York. My it's nigga, they was treating that shit like it was a club. It's a tourist town, man. People go for the experience. My mm-hmm. nigga, so we, we we went to the joint over in Soho. They get turned up everywhere in the city, right? Man. My nigga, Every day. My nigga, Black Tap. Y'all can go follow on Instagram, check it out or whatever. But we get we went to the original one first. We hopped the train or whatever. We we go down there. My nigga, it was a four hour wait. Not only is it a four hour wait, but they got motherfuckers behind a velvet rope going around the corner just to get it, just to get a seat, just to get a burger. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, the original spot only holds sixteen people. Oh man! So it's it like only a bar. So yeah. niggas was in line to sit at the bar. Nah, so I, I wasn't feeling that. So we, we ended up walking to the newer John, which holds more people. It was only forty five minute wait. So we sat out there, we chilled. For a burger. And I wish I would have saved the snaps because my nigga, I, I wish I could show y'all. This shit was literally like a club. You feel me? But the the bouncer was cool. They had a bouncer. <laughs> nigga wearing an earplug and shit out front. Man. <laughs> so I'm busted up with them niggas, but it was a good time. She enjoyed it, man. I ended up getting uh, the Brooklyn Blackout milkshake. That shit had like a cupcake on top and a bunch of other bullshit. 
got a burger and all that shit. So it, it was cool, man. She had a good time, man. But it was just good to get out, though, because, you know, the last couple weekends, we, we've been working on the crib and everything like that, man. But right, right. it was a good time, though. It was a good time. I wish I could have been in the city uh, for the Roots picnic, though. That, that like a good time. Then what's up with Beyonce? Oh, man. That's another part of the... The city looked good, man. So Sunday, Beyonce came. It was a lot of, it was a lot of star power. I heard she had all the ladies out. All of them? Everyone I know. All the ladies out. And I thought about making that a gift for my girl. But I can't Some Beyonce the, tickets? I can't support the Lemonade movement. Uh, I'm, hurt, I'm hurting my own cause if I send her to see that shit. <laughs> hustling backwards. Yeah, that's hustling backwards. I thought about it, though. Thought about you, baby. <laughs> I don't blame you. You made the smart move. I made, I gonna, you made the smart move. Secure the bag. Yeah, hey, you got to secure the bag nowadays. She <laughs> got up in that concert started. <laughs> Imagine how uncomfortable you got to feel that she's singing these lyrics and you just sitting there like. Well, I wasn't going. Man bashing. Right. Man bashing. Live man bashing. And you just sitting there with the stank face. Can't no, I'm never. I, I, shout out to the niggas who took their girl to say, I don't understand that move at all. Nah. I had to. I don't know. Maybe you know what that is. That's for people that don't want to buy another ticket for their friend. Like you can't send your girl to the concert by her damn self. Oh, that's just being selfish. And so you just, <laughs> so you just <laughs> go. You just, just, just go. go. No, I, I ain't buying shit in the ticket. I'm gonna go. Yeah, Fuck yeah, it. yeah I, 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 I can quell. <laughs> I'm going to the link for one reason, nigga. And the damn sure ain't gonna be no, no goddamn Beyonce. Even yeah. if Khaled there. Well, I would have I liked that part. Though. I ain't gonna lie, Khaled, my man. Everybody know that. Khaled Ross. Yeah, that was good. Meek came out. Meek came out. Did this thing. Mm, I can. I can do without seeing Meek anymore. Now. Yeah, you don't Meek. Matter of fact, the last time I, I think I think he attacked Light Skin Nation. That's why you don't like him. Nah, man. He's just he has bad nightlife etiquette. Let me put it like. Oh, we're gonna, we gonna definitely gonna get in that second segment because now that you mentioned it, though, I feel like one of his last free nights before house arrest, <laughs> I was in recess, <laughs> and that nigga was in there. So we, we, we definitely we definitely gonna get into that. <laughs> Next segment, we gotta get into the into the nightlife etiquette though. Yeah, so the nigga Meek Mill, man. So, so one of his last free nights, he definitely was in recess. So you definitely gotta tell us uh, about his nightlife etiquette. You feel me? I don't think he has much etiquette when it comes to any part of life. But <laughs> now you're saying nightlife. So anyway, let, let's go to the drink, man. Four p.m. in Calabasas. Yes. Is that the name of the town? Yeah. And that's he, where was, he, lives. he was coming smack at Cali. Right. He was coming smack at Diddy. At least that's what I thought. Which I didn't notice until you t- you said something. Right, I right. Just listened. Right, right. That nigga. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna throw it to y'all. We're gonna see what y'all think. Y'all let us know. Hit us up on the podcast page, man. TRS podcast. Yep, yep. Tired of being humble podcast. No. Tired of being humble. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. At tired of being humble on Instagram. <laughs> at Taurus podcast, man, on Instagram. Right, right. Let us know what y'all think about the uh, the Drizzy and what y'all think about him going at Diddy. Cause at the end of the day, I feel like the nigga smacks you. I don't give a fuck what you rap about. I smack the shit out you. So y'all let us know. All right. Yeah. All you self-promoters are janky. We established like the Yankees. This whole fucking game thankless. We moving militant, but somehow you the one tanking. No limit to why I could take it. And you know me as a Chris bottle sender. Check pick up. I thought we looked out for one another. Saw us all as brothers in a struggle. Too blessed to be humble. I guess it's different in the city I come from. All of a sudden, I got people showing how much they truly resent me. They hold a meaning to spells envy. They trying to tempt me. The higher I get, the less they accept me. Even had the OGs try and press me. Ha, 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 ha. No way out, because I'm already in it. I'm not attending when I do a show and get a ticket. Good business can clean millions. I got division. I've been had it since no scrubs and no pigeons. Even back when I wasn't as popping. When they told me take a R&B nigga on the road. And I told him no and drew for Kendrick and Rocky. I tried to make the right choices with the world watching. Mike never tried to rap like Pac. Pac never tried to sing like Mike. Those my dad's words to me when I asked him how to make it in life. And I always said my mother gave the greatest advice. Yeah, look at me now. They look at me like the golden child. Can't nobody hold me down. 
Especially not right now Certain shit is just too wild to reconcile Take that, take that, no love in their heart So they fake that, DiCaprio level The way they play that, damn nigga, what is that? Y'all don't hear no songs, they hit my phone like you did that They even hit my line like where you been at It's always on some shit like when can I get a favor Where my bitch at, like I'm about to tell you where she been at Costa Correa's, I got a kidnap She ain't sorry and I ain't sorry It's too late for sorry Green, white and red on my body cause I'm dipped in Ferrari All she wanna do is get high and listen to party She complain, I tell the driver to drop at Barney's My summer diet is just rosé and calamari Look, now you got me started I'm the black sheep, rest in peace to Chris Farley I got a lot to lose, cause in every situation I'm the bigger artist, always gotta play it smarter Y'all shook up, I'm here on the cook-up Cameras pointing every time I look up That's why I got a duck behind Chubb's shoulder Just to hit the cush-up Sponsorship dollars are sky high He be like, Drake, will you please stop smoking la-la Chubb's why I try, I'm a thug, I'm a die-high Got the rose pink tinted lenses It's a Wednesday, architects taking dimensions They redoing the entrance Yeah, redoing the entrance Kinda like when you niggas drop on some again and again shit And you still never quite get it Meantime, Drizzy over there Try and make it, make it dance to this Yeah, I make it dance to this I roll big body, wide body Calabasas, roll winder Sun shining, wax tires See Chris Jenner, I beep twice and I wave The rest of you boys, I blow kicks right in your face Pistol by my bed, I'm asleep but I'm awake For that one night when niggas try reach inside my safe Don't push me Cause I'm way too uneasy nowadays These guys move so greasy nowadays I tell you my life and y'all don't believe me when I say it Say my stories for down the line I'm too ahead of the curve every time Just total the hits and see what you find You SWV cause you weak and I'm always, always on your mind Yeah And we can't stop Make you dance to this uh. I'ma make you one dance to this uh -huh 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 -huh. Bad breed, bad boy. Uh huh, yeah. That's right. Nobody hold me down. Yeah, man, how y'all feel about that? How y'all feel about that Drake track? 4 p.m. in Calabasas. I'm a Drake fan, man, so I fuck with it. I am too. Shout I can't to lie. That's, that's, how, that's the Drake I like. You know what I'm saying? That's how I like Drake. Spin rapping. Bars. Nigga definitely one of the slickest talking niggas out here in these streets. He talk real slick. Light-skinned nigga. He's light-skinned. Can't, 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 uh, can't deny that. But a uh, nigga, I mean, I, I like him as a rapper. Views... Right. Not really my style. Like I said, I can't call the album bad. It's not my style. It's not for me. Right. It's like Take Care Part Two. Right. It's, it's the old. It's the New Testament. He kind of yeah. Take he, Care was the old. He, yeah. he what he had one line in there where he sang. He had a little melody. I mean, but this is my thing. Maybe this is me being dark skinned. <laughs> I, the nigga got slapped up. Okay. Ain't nothing you can rap about after I laid hands on you. <laughs> That's why you think that you like, can this say, is all. It's, I mean, first of all, it's dated. I slapped you two years ago, and now you want to slap me verbally <laughs> today? <laughs> See, like people think Drake's a, like like you. How you feel, right? A lot of people feel like you. He's a bigger bitch because he got slapped. I feel like Diddy's a bitch because he slapped him. Who the fuck slaps a grown man? And then let's go back 
He slapped him because he was mad that Drake put out a song that Diddy won. Which is a bitch move. Very Come bitch on. move. That's the then, he, then, he, then he apologized for it this is, this and, is, and praised Drake, saying he's the greatest artist out right now. Well, I think he was speaking truth. Is that really praise if you're just telling you the truth? Okay. He, but, said, he said it was the truth. This is my thing, though. Okay. He didn't think enough of you to punch you, my nigga. He just slapped you. Slap definitely got to hurt, though. It's disrespect, but I think you a bitch because you slapped me. I'm sorry. If I punch guess. You. I'm gonna get hot. That's the point. You're not worth being punched. He slapped him like a bitch. I don't think he he was thinking about that. I think knowing nigga, you see the kind of rings that he wear. I'd rather a nigga. I'd rather a nigga punch me. Right. Did he he beat the shit out of you? No, he won't. Did he try to fuck me before he beat the shit out? Oh my god. From what I heard, all right, he didn't took the conversation. (laughs) No, no, no! Don't hit stop! Don't hit stop! Well, nigga, I don't like when you took this conversation. <laughs> Y'all haven't heard the rumors that Diddy is gay? Oh, yeah, I heard. All right, thank multiple. you. I hear that rumor about every rich nigga in this country. Nah, but that's like legit rumors. Yeah, I heard legit rumors that that nigga's a homosexual. Yeah, that he like has swinging parties. Yep. And that's just not a conversation I'm willing to have. Just like Will Smith. So here we go. Let's meet just Kitty, like man. Jamie Fox. It's a gang of niggas out there that's homo. But yeah, man. Watch your back, niggas. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> so yeah, all right, man. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Kenny Jack. What up, man? First of all, where, where'd you stop? Did you stop it or not? Stop what, nigga? No, it's definitely recording. It's recording. Right. Y'all want to talk about fucking niggas in the I, I, That's I, where the conversation went. I, I, I feel like he's, he's the biggest. He's, I, I feel like he's going whoop your ass. And you said, no, he'll take my ass. Correct. <laughs> he has a high probability of trying try to, to fuck. Thank you. I did say that. Trying try. to fuck me instead of actually like trying to fight me. I can't believe you sat here and admitted that a man would want to fuck you. But if that's how you feel about Diddy, hey, light skin niggas, man. I, I just want to move on. Everybody want a piece of light skin nigga, dog. All right, we ain't going there. Yeah, we ain't going there. I got to get the fuck out of here. So that other voice you heard was. So that other voice you heard was Kenny Jackson. And Kenny is the. This nigga's For the people who don't know, I'm one of the darkest niggas in the world, man. I'm about as dark as it comes. They used to call me Street growing up. <laughs> street? As dark as these streets, nigga. Hey, man. That's a crazy thing, man. Who from gave you that? Man. I just made it up just now <laughs> to help my case, nigga. I'm ready to get away from these niggas, and I'm home. How the hell? But no, though. Shout out to my man, Kenny. Kenny in the building, man. If Kenny you don't Jeff. know, Kenny is uh, the GM of Recess. Right. Recess here in Philly, man. What I think is one of the hottest clubs. I don't go out much, but when I do. Hottest. It's def- I mean, not like you have much competition, but this is, here, it's here is very, very true. The way nightlife is set up here in Philadelphia at the, right. at the current moment. It's not too many uh, hours left. Just wait on it, though. It's coming. Don't worry. So we want news alert. Just wait on it. He might, he might have, so are y'all, what you open up a recess part two? Or are you scared of the competition? I can't, I can't, what are we I, talking about here? I can't talk about that yet, but just oh wait on it. October's very own. It's coming soon. Oh, more Drake references. You are mad over there. No, I think I know where you're going with this. But we gonna we gonna we gonna fall back though until you ready until you ready to come here and give us the exclusive breaking news on breaking news here. Oh yeah, I'll definitely come back Before and talk live. about it. But, but right now, all, all we got is recess. You feel me? What I like about recess is that's the spot you go to after whatever spot you just went to. Right. You feel me? I don't think I've ever just left my house. 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning and headed straight to recess. I, I know I, some have. Before I worked there, I definitely have done that before. Yeah, yeah, see, anytime I hit recess, it's definitely after a previous event. Now, I believe the last time I was in recess was after the TOBH uh, photo party. 
right, right. Oh, yeah, there. I was there. I was there. Hey, you, you got to be there for me to get in. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the things we're going to touch on when we uh, <laughs> throughout, this, <laughs> throughout this conversation. I was talking about I was at the TOBH party. Oh, you, you was in there? Yeah, 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 you was in there. I was there. I, I came over to y'all spot, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, here we go, man. So let's talk about recess. First of all, this is my thing about recess. It's called recess, but does your club have a purpose? Like, like, what is y'all goal? Like, uh, so it's a place where people come have fun, live life. Uh, don't worry, like, it's no stress. Just no come stress. live life, like. This is recess, man. Like, recess. you want to come out and have fun and, like, get a little bit of time in left with your night, you know? Uh, you're looking for something else to do to carry on the night, and you come to recess if you can get it in there. If you can get in there. If you can get in there. Elementary school. Hold up. But before we go too far, because last segment you mentioned uh, the Meek Mill situation. So yeah. what's, what's up with Meek Mill and his, his nightlife etiquette? Uh, uh, he's just... Secure the bag, by the way. I don't yeah, want to set yeah. you up. Right, right. So make sure you secure the bag. Right. He's just a very interesting person, man. He he looks for a lot of. He wants people to show him a lot of love. He wants a lot of. I, I don't want to say yeah, hand. Say he looks for respect on his name. I don't want to say he wants a handout, but he just wants a lot of things given to him in Philly. He feels like people should want to. Like, we like we we deserve to have him there. Do you like, from the nigga, average, from the average honestly, guy in the club. Honestly, nigga, we we you want to come, you want to come. You don't want to come. That's business that's, as that's, that's business as usual. We gonna continue to be successful, whether Meek Mill come in there, whether Joe Buttons, whether any other nigga rap star want to come in there, uh, actor. So what the nigga want like three bottles or he want? Yeah, pretty wants much accommodation. But it's he, like, he that, wants to be accommodated at all costs. Is that out of the norm though? Like, do do people come in there and? Expect free shit? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, but not to the expense where they want a, f- a whole five, six bottles for 15, 20 niggas that they bringing in with them, they whole entourage. Like, that's not normal. So, like, what is that situation? Like, because I, I know people, I mean, it's, it's clubs that entourages show up. And, like, how does that work? How does the... How does getting the entourage in the club work? It's different. It's different if 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 an artist is doing a walkthrough where they're getting paid to be at a club. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So if if he just wants to show up, he puts a call in, says, "Yeah, I want a table." All right, that's cool. You get a table, put you in a nice top section, right for you. Mm-hmm. Hold all your homies. I think he was there New Year's, right? Yes, he was. Yeah. Uh, you know, you want to be there, but, I mean, you got to pay to play, baby. Like, this is, uh, you're not going to go to live, or you're not going to go to One Oak in New York and be like, yo, I'm coming in here, and I want all these bottles for free. Right. So, you you just, he, just because you're in Philly, you think that you can just come in and we're supposed to just let you do it? That's not right. So when, so <laughs> that ain't right. Because it's no, a business. Right, that. it's a business. So this is my question: Is it at the end of the night after he done popped all these bottles and ordered all these bottles that he expects these bottles to be free? Well, the first he let you know when he the walks fir- in the door. The first time he came in, he he was like, I, "I'm really not paying for anything." Damn, we just told at you least he told you straight up. I got to uh, Yeah, and I I, we bat. was like, you know, all right. Uh, it, this was New Year's. We was like, all right, we'll show love. Throw him a couple bottles. All right. Um, and then he, this was the mess up part. I understand you, we gave you some free bottles, but just sold some homage to the girls that's, that's helping cater to you and all your homies. Right. Throw them, throw them a tip, throw them some love, nothing. My man just walks out the club. 
man. No love, nothing. So I mean, I mean that's that's bad etiquette right there. I mean, if you're gonna get something free, you can at least tip on it. So, and, yeah, yeah. You hey, know, he, he I mean, now, so maybe he got about that's life etiquette. I, I he got mean. about what two fifteen hundred dollars worth of bottles, and you're not gonna tip nothing. Come on. Alright, that's enough Meek Mill bashing, man. I can't, I can't have y'all here bashing. No Meek Mill bashing. Right, nah, we ain't bashing. No Meek Mill bashing. Just talking about a little bit of club etiquette. Club I mean, etiquette. No, so no. people know. No, because that can, that can, like that right there can apply to people that even like buy a section for two, with two bottles. Right. And they had a, they set a set amount to go out that night. They go out, they hit that amount, and then they're like, well, I don't know. Uh, tip, I don't know. Listen, you better. You gotta pay to play. Like the tip should definitely be calculated in what you expect to spend that night. But let me ask you this though: so before we had to get that Meek Mill situation out of the out of the way, but how do we get into this club? Because I, I understand a lot of my my friends are, have a hard time getting inside recess. So is there a secret? Is there a code? Is it a code? Do you is have it, like is for there example, a membership? I've never I've never had problems getting in because I know you. But for the regular person, do you need do you actually need to know somebody to get in? Uh, recess lounges is. A membership club. Okay. So, because of our license and for us to be after hours, we have to have a tally of who comes in and out. And so, everyone must have a membership to, to get in. That's how it is with all after hour clubs in the city of Philadelphia Z Bar, Coda. Uh, you must have a membership. And in order to get in with someone, you have to be sponsored by somebody that has a membership. And that's up to like one to two people. Okay. So if say you got a membership, uh, you could bring two of your friends and they can get in for that night. Uh, but if you don't have a membership, uh, 99.9% of the chances you're not going to get in. So how do you become a member? And it's, it's at our discretion. It really is. I, who I've seen we, you guys use it. It is very much at our, and there's a big ass <laughs> sign across the top of the door that says at the club's discretion. So we can, even if you have a membership, we could be like, no. Not tonight. We don't have to. We don't. We don't have to let you in. So how do you become a member? You have to uh, get sponsored by somebody that has a membership. Um, so it's like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, you got to know somebody. To, it's like a pyramid. Yeah, you got to know somebody. You got to know somebody. Know somebody. Know somebody. Right. You got to know somebody. Know somebody. I'm a member. Can I show up during the daytime? Can I just show up? I'm wiping me out and just go over to recess. Like, what type of access uh, do I have? Now nah, we're, we're we're late night. We're after hours. So also oh, only when it's time for the club I can come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nothing going on there. There ain't no like boom, boom, boom going on during the day. No daytime action. Nah, nah. All right. Just nah. Racquetball up in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. It's recess. I'm gonna yeah, shoot it's some hoops. <laughs> it's after hours so you know we, we normally don't get busy until like 1 one thirty ish you know true. we stop serving at 3 and then you know you go on with your life if you ain't if you ain't coming up out of recess with a mission then there's no point in you even going in there man that's, that's why I don't come as often as I used to yeah cause I kinda feel like it's no it's, it's, it's no reason we be at recess nowadays yeah like, man like in the morning. but let me ask you though speaking of uh, like y'all get popped at one thirty, two o'clock in the morning I wanna talk about LaShawn McCoy situation at recess mm. you feel me cause one of the things I hated about I listen to a lot of sports talk radio here in Philadelphia word word cause I hated they kept saying um He's out one thirty two o'clock in the morning. And I wanted to call me so bad and say, nigga, the shit don't start till 2.33 o'clock. <laughs> like, these old white people who swear they know what the fuck they talking about, no, they're no. killing him for being there at 1.30. I, I wanted to say he was there early. Right. Like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Nothing good happens this late. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with y'all? So, the LaShawn McCoy situation. Why did, why'd y'all beat up my man like that? Why, why'd y'all do that to him? Uh, we didn't do anything to my man. Uh, that was a situation between him and 
couple off-duty officers uh, uh, that had nothing to do with the recess, essentially. It's just wrong place at the wrong time. Wrong place, wrong. Like like the gorilla from last week, you know what I'm saying? So this started with a stealing of a bottle. I um I mean I don't know honestly I legally can't even go down that road and talk about the details of the situation. You can't talk about the details. Well, I can. I've seen the video. Yeah, you yeah. You, I mean you can you can catch me on TMZ. I'm on a couple of videos. You, on TMZ, you were stopping, right? I was, I, huh? You were stopping on TMZ. Uh, yeah, I was trying to you know step in the situation. Oh, you was, you was patrolling. Okay. I was patrolling. No, I was I was making moves. I was trying you know. You was doing your job. Yeah. You were general managing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. There you, go. There you, you go. can see me general managing a lot in the in you a, know. Lot of, a lot of people around. Yeah. My boy made TMZ, man. But shout out to recess. The re- recess, is, recess is definitely a good time. And one of the things I like about recess is, like, I feel like even if you don't pop bottles in there, even if you don't get a section, you can still have you the time of have, your life. You can still have a good time. You can have an me? awesome time. Because these sections aren't really like. And that's that's one of the bad things I will say about VIP. Sometimes you can be in VIP and completely cut off from everything. Completely cut off. So right. it's kind of like the party can be popping, then you got to make your VIP pop to feel like you had a good time. Right, right, one right. One of the right. best things about recess is like it's pretty much all together, and that's probably why Lashawn McCoy had that problem. But I will also say yeah. that's one of the positive things about recess. He actually wanted because Meek was in there. Nah, nah. He did. He actually wanted the table Meek was at, but show Meek some love, held the table for him, and uh, we had to give. Uh, LaShawn at a different table. So LaShawn was down, down on the dance floor? Yeah. So he was, always he, got the little two steps up. The little yeah, two because he comes, he, he comes with a, a pretty big crew. So many people. Yeah, he comes with a pretty, pretty big crew, and he doesn't want to be around anybody, really. So, I mean, we we deal with it. Right, right. Uh, yeah. That's your shit, I guess. I guess shit. That's how it's your shit. Right. Let me ask you this about these sections. How are the bottle prices calculated? Yeah, well, how do y'all come? Like, is it a formula? Is it? I mean, you just so go off. Formula. You so just go about of a two sixty or two seventy. I mean, you just go off of your your. You know, we kind of base our models off of like clubs, like off New York or Miami. We don't we don't exactly go off the same price because you can get a bottle in New York. One bottle will cost you five hundred. You go to Miami. One bottle costs you seven fifty. Easily. Yep. You know, I mean, Philadelphia is a smaller market, so we have to go within our market and around you know the different clubs that sell bottle service and stuff like that. But I mean, you pay for a service, a, a you know a convenience when you do bottle service. So right, you're like right. you're paying for a girl to come bring you a bottle, serve you some drinks, you get your own space section, you and a couple friends, you know what I mean? So you're just paying for uh, your own personal space in, in a club, a, a crowded club, which is key because I don't know about you, but I don't want to be running back and forth to the bar 50, 11 times, right. crowded, yelling over the bar. You want to be comfortable. Right, exactly. You're paying for comfort. You're paying for an experience when you do bottle service at any club Where you should you know when you go to any club you should you know you're paying for that experience to be there you know it's so you feel like it's worth it you feel like a third oh bottle. bottle bottle i mean <laughs> that's what i say to people i kind of feel like it's not about the bottle per se no no no, no it's definitely about the comfortability I mean, is like yeah i mean anybody can go home and, and go through a bottle of ciroc and, or, and or they drunk in the car before you walk in the club but <laughs> right exactly anybody could do that but i mean what's the, that called pre-game that's yeah pre-game. we gotta grow up people yeah we gotta grow up but I it's hate. it's all about the experience i mean people you know complain about prices for everything but i mean 
you and six friends going into a club, y'all gonna end up almost spending that amount of money anyway. That's so. the crazy that's thing. That's the bar anyway, if right? People, if like six people go into a club, it probably makes more sense for right. y'all to all throw up eighty to a hundred dollars, yeah. and get one to two bottles and Shoot. be cool, like yeah. have a good time, right? Instead right. of asking, every time you want. Hey. Close my tab out. Listen, now you gotta come back. You gotta pay to play, man. See, Listen, go ahead. No, no, you're right. Yeah, you pay, pay, pay right. to play. You know, uh, if you put, in there, put some money up. I mean, have, have a, a have a good time. time. I mean, because I'm not. You look at my frame and my personality. I'm I'm not built to be at the bar. Mm-hmm. Like you got to get physical at the bar. Wrestling, damn, wrestling girls, drunk yeah. as hell. Like it's it's crazy. It's, it's like. Going for a rebound, like <laughs> yeah. you, you got to position yourself. You got to set box your base. Out. Yeah, and you got to box out. Seriously, at crowded club at the bar. What's your bro. position? Like going for the ball, then you got to get the bartender's attention. Right, right. right. Which so, is which is hard sometimes. Which is hard sometimes. A lot of shit going. It's a lot. Some niggas go to moves. They pull out a lot of cash. They start. Which sometimes works. See here, and here's my uh, my tip for people. Since we on etiquette, if you want to go to a bar and play the bar, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with that. Play it. But tip the bartenders. Tip them well. Please tip your bartenders. Because even if you do, say you go and get a drink and you over tip them the first time. They're going to show you love every single time. And every time they come back, they're going to see your face. They, they're going to have a little heavier hand when they're pouring. Yep. Like, that, <laughs> right. just tip them right off the gate. It's a game, man. You got to play yeah. the game. And play trust game. me, if you don't tip, they will remem- remember you just as well. <laughs> right. Oh, there go that nigga. I am not going back. He going to wait for this drink. You ever wonder why you can't get served at the bar? Exactly. If you ever you want a dollar fifty tip on a on a fifty dollar tab. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why. Congratulations. Exactly. You played yourself. If you want some, like like I said, you gotta pay to play, man. If you want some good service anywhere, you gotta like show some love, man. They'll show love back. That's at any club, you know, not just recess, but. You know, that's how it goes. All right, so let me ask you this about the club scene. How you feel about uh, you know, the niggas who walk? This all right. So now I'm, I'm I ain't gonna lie. I'm getting personal now. This, this is the type of stuff I know. Something that's on your chest. Yeah, yeah. I know this when I'm in the club. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got niggas. All right, y'all done bought your bottles. Y'all done popped your bottles. Okay, right, right, there was right. nine of y'all, mm. and y'all bought two bottles. Right. Nigga carry around an empty bottle the whole damn night. Dumb as hell. <laughs> niggas trying to stunt. Trying <laughs> to show that his bottle. Like dog, we saw you. We saw the sparklers come out from the they back to out. the to your table, so we know you got bottles. You don't got to carry around the club. You ain't got to carry. Right, that, that's what I, niggas, niggas kill me with that move, man. It's unacceptable. I've seen people pour the, like, literally pour the chasers up in the bottle. Yes. And keep the party going. <laughs> yeah, no, no, like, no, they pour the, the bottles in the chaser, in the chaser bottle, and they stir it around, and I seen somebody with a straw. And that nigga, no. Out the chaser? Out the chaser nigga bottle. Nigga was drinking out the... I've seen, it too. I've seen I it. I've seen it. I believe it. I've seen it too. That's the crazy thing. And I, just getting creative I gotta, here. I gotta walk by and do a double take. Like, hold on, this nigga's this drinking, nigga out, drinking out the tall glass. He's, glass. he's drinking out the chaser bottle, and and then I see why he's pouring his great goose or his Ciroc in him. Like, oh man. One, one of my moves is when I get light. You know what I'm saying? If it get light on me, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I might just go all juice in the cup. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm make it spread. Yeah, like I mean, I might the liquor might be going. Right. I'm not gonna walk around the bottle, so I'm just drinking juice now. Yeah. Nigga, I've seen some rock bottles with orange juice in. Nigga, no. <laughs> yeah, the, I've definitely. It. You see people in the in the back trying to funnel it into the bottle. Like, come on, man, Nigga, your night's over. Just you're doing too much. Yeah. Over. Go home. Right, niggas, niggas, niggas getting creative out here, man. Another thing, the Snapchat, man. Social like, media, period, man. Like these hoes, I ain't gonna lie. Not, at this point, not even just the hoes, niggas. Niggas. Uh, I, Niggas being niggas hoes. caught up from I the I find it so hoes. entertaining watching a grown ass man Snapchat 
Now, mind you, when you watch a snap and he, and he talking to the phone, maybe you like that. Maybe it's cool. But when I'm watching you make that video from the side, <laughs> it is very awkward. Like <laughs> like, it's very my awkward. Nigga. It's just like when you go to the club, and, and only niggas do this, where you go to the club and it'd be five to ten niggas all trying to pose for a pick in the oh my God. In a crowded ass club. Crowded ass club trying try to move niggas out the way. <laughs> then you get mad when somebody. My nigga, I'm trying to have a good time. I'm on the dance floor. You trying, <laughs> you trying to pose with 10 niggas and y'all all, all doing real poses. like Hard as shit. Right. right. And then when you done posing, you just go back to posting up on the wall. Go back to post up. Because niggas don't dance. Niggas, niggas don't is dance way too right. cool in the club nowadays. That's one, that's one thing I realized. Now, I, I frequent recess. Okay. Mm -hmm. I frequent it on Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays. I've probably been on a couple Thursdays also. Mm -hmm. But on Sunday... What I find funny is, it's a lot of it's a it's a more uh, black crowd. Yeah. Oh, nigga night. Come on, man. Talk All to right. Him. Okay. I call it nigga night. Yeah. All right. It's nigga night at recess <laughs> on Sundays. Nigga do not be wanting to go. And, and people like <laughs> people really just be standing around. Look Everybody's too cool, man. And it's not just recess. Like it's black clubs. Period. Yeah. People stand around and look at each other. Look at each other. Snapchat. Bob the head Instagram, a little bit. Bob head. First and I. I just got a problem with like you not having do you, a do good you dance? time. The only do hype nigga, only I vibe. The only hype nigga don't even vibe. Like right. it's a girl in front of you. Nigga, you better dance. Nigga. You better do something. But like that's why you're out. I right. thought. Right. Maybe I, I'm wrong. I didn't go out to just sit here and look at all these niggas have fun. Right. I want to have some fun. Have some fun. I'm having flashbacks, man. Back in my prime. Listen, man. I I've seen it where the only niggas that get turned up are the niggas with the bottles. And face. everybody else is looking there, sitting there, salty as hell, like, <laughs> like just watching. <laughs> like, look the bottles at, do something to your confidence, man. Bottles do. When the sparklers come out, yeah, listen, hold good. on. I done had niggas. <laughs> I done had people order bottles and they come out with no sparklers and boys be like, hold on, you I, send that back. I need you to send that back because yeah. I need, I need to get this on my snap. I need the sparkler. <laughs> I need like my man. You here. just see her walk through this crowd ass club. It's, it's already packed, man. It's elbow space kind type. Sparklers, be. I need my sparklers. Be. Like, that scene. Like, yeah, nah, absolutely. seriously, I need you to go back Snap with the sparklers. You know what my move is? This is this, this is like everybody move. Not my move personally, but I like peeping niggas do this. When the sparklers come and the bottles come, and niggas act like they don't be coming. You see niggas on the oh, phone. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Niggas standing there like they don't know. <laughs> like, nigga, you been waiting 20 minutes for this hoe to show up. And the niggas turn to the phone. Niggas act like they on it. Yo, yo, oh, yo. Oh, 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 here we go. Here we go. Like, come on, man. Get your nut ass out of here. Or the niggas that Snapchat when it's not even a bottle. Oh, Like, oh, it be God. the last nigga in the tier system that's the most hypest. <laughs> we got these bottles, nigga. You didn't even put up nothing. You uh -huh. couldn't even buy the chaser. Just like, sit here. Just sit here and sit be here happy. Be happy, man. Yeah, I, I I have a problem, and it's a I ain't gonna put no names out there, but it's a couple uh, people that I've seen do do like the opposite of this. But I have a problem when it's a people have a section, and it's girls standing in one place, like women who are out to have a good time, and I mean maybe I'm not thinking right, but the purpose is for dudes to be out is to socialize with women. It's a social exactly. everybody trying to have fun. Exactly. Right, right. No party I've been to has been whack when the women weren't having fun. Exactly. So when dudes have a, a bottle and it's a group of chicks standing somewhere, mean bro. Offer up. Homage, offer up. Offer a drink. Hey, ladies, you want? You niggas want be selfish with them drinks, man. Niggas be like, we, we all put up two fifty. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't dog. understand. It'd be a better environment. Niggas, right. be, niggas become the most closest, bestest of friends when they got bottles at the club. They you look, 
They and love here with it. But the crazy thing about it, if you bring hoes into your section, all that do is attract more hoes. They be wondering right. like, damn, who the, who the hell is these yeah, niggas? Who are they? You feel me? That's the uh, I, I never understood it. And I've I've seen both sides of the spectrum. I've seen people that don't do that, and people that will literally pour up for every girl up in there. Oh yeah, yeah. That, they that, buy bottles. I've seen dudes buy bottles just for the chicks. Right. Like, I don't drink this. This for the this for the shorties. That's, right. No, that's, I that's for that ass. Is what it's for, nigga. Yeah. You trying to? <laughs> right. You making an investment. Yeah. Yeah. You for a return. Listen, I'm gonna buy you and your four shorties some uh, some rosé. Hey. And only niggas drink rosé, by the way. That shit is nasty. But do 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 black do niggas most? That's the favorite. Like what? Oh. Do, what do niggas prefer? Rosé. Rosé, and it gotta be the, the John with the with the clear glass so they can see the pink bottle, because oh, it's better. It's, there's way better quality rosé out there, like Vouve or whatever. But they don't want it because they can't see the pinkness. They want the bottle where they can I mean, see niggas, it. Niggas might not know no better. You feel me? What yeah, man. Want? Come on, you need to explore. For my, for my engagement, I needed I needed some champagne. What I do? What, what I knew? Black bottles. Oh, no. <laughs> we the, out there. The yeah. Bel Air? Yeah. Bel Air Rosé. Got about six bottles of that. We out there getting it popping. I See? saw Ross on the snap today. He was in Wingstop with the Bel Air. Just straight with it. Yeah. Right at the Wingstop oh, table. Oh, man. Now they, they done gave Khaled a, a deal now. Khaled out here pouring the liquid the liquid gold out. Yep. <laughs> Telling you, man. You need to invest, invest in yourself, man. You better, better quality uh, champagnes out there if that's what you really need, man. Stop drinking that rosé. That shit is nasty. You wake up with a headache the next day. Mad. The Mad as hell. Boobs smooth. I fuck with that. You ain't gonna be no problems with that one. Yeah, I, I, I definitely heard about that, John. Though, but I like that though. Investing yourself, man. Investing yourself, man. If you wanna have fun, if you wanna have <laughs> right, exactly. If you want, you know, don't be going to Mickey D's all the time, man. You know, step your game up. Right, right, right. So we talking post recess, niggas is just, niggas is just going over to the McDonald's. <laughs> So after you in recess, you, you blow like whatever you do. Niggas McDonald's. I don't blame them niggas. <laughs> we done did what we did. Man, listen. Now, yeah, you, you can't even hit the crispy crunchy and hit the get you get you especially a two if it work. in a biscuit. Especially if it work, get this over the dollar menu, we gonna go listen, do what we do. <laughs> that get that quality Wawa or something. Oh, you know, please. That's, that's everybody's favorite. Wawa after the club, four AM. Wawa's always clutch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we're stretching this shit. Money, you got a song for me? That's yeah. when I text Travis you. Scott, pick up the phone. Ten minutes ago. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh. Travis Scott. Tugger, tugger, baby. I bought a I call your whore. Just a fucking short. I just went got my door. Pulling off and I'm gone. Then I go up before. Then I roll up, then I roll up. Then I'm calling your whore. Pull up in my toe, hitting a block and I'm bleeding, throwing and rolling on you. I like the way it be freezing. Pick up the phone, baby. I know you're home, baby. It's free. 
up, now I'm just better living. Got screws in my mouth, I'm just repping it. I'm fucking this cash, I'm not selling it. I'm packing it out like a reverend. I need all this cash, I got hella kids. I'ma play dumb and get left in the middle. Back the fuck up, you too little. Hit him with three like a miller. I don't talk to no man in the middle. I don't talk to no man, I'm just kidding. But I did pay my sister tuition. I feel lucky, I should play the lottery. Walking out with it like Sunny Listen. Mama told me I'm her brightest star. Mama told me don't hate on the law. Because everybody got a job. Because everybody won't be a star. Real shit, real shit. Please believe every motherfucker right here won't be a part. She gon' do anything in her power to be with your boss. Pick up the phone, baby. I know you're home, baby. It's lit. I'm in the zone, baby. Straight up. I just put up a phone, baby. Yeah, yeah. Never will I cheat on you. Never will I keep it greasy. Blowing a bag on you. Do all of that for no reason I'ma pull up in my two Hitting the block and I'm bleeding Throwing that rollie on you I like the way you be breathing Pick up the phone, my call the and baby, I'm alone I thought I was right, then I had the man up, I was wrong I hate when we fight, she in love with the pipe I draped her up in ice, I put my phone ice Birds in the trap, sing by McKnight Percocet and codeine don't take my life She had a dream with Celine So I bought it twice Young nigga make it right back tonight Girl you're so cute and your ass is nice Drinking the phone and I'm shooting dice Wrist pull back Klondike And I'm loving all races Hell nah, don't discriminate Drinking on clean sanitizer Ice receipts with the frog eyes If I ever call your phone, baby Better believe it's only one time Pick up the phone, baby Travis, good job, Travis. You made the podcast. Pretty sure it's a good song. Bill chose it. Got faith in you. Hey, man. Two, them two songs came out this past week, I believe. It was a lot of tracks that came out this week. It's a good week. This has been a good year for music. T. Scott, what up? I don't know. <laughs> T. Scott, what up? <laughs> no, nah, that's not good. I mean, you know, I'll hear it when I listen to the podcast. Right. But um, sports, man. We got to pay homage to the boy Muhammad Ali. R.I.P. Ali Boumaier. Ali Boumaier. So, so obviously, we, we were all too young to really appreciate the greatness when it was going down. But, I mean, basically, how, how do y'all feel about Ali? I'm going to start with Kenny. Like, do you, like, basically, how you feel about it? Like, what, when you found out he was dead or whatever? It was crazy. I was in a club, and I got the the, the, the Bleacher Report uh, text coming. Bleacher Report gives you. On point. On point. I used yeah. to hate him. They, they stepped their game up. Yeah, but it was uh, it was you know, kind of made me think for a second. Damn, we just lost a great, great person. 
That's why I think people ain't realizing, man. Muhammad Ali, man, he wasn't just, you know, some ordinary dude. He touched a lot of people, man. Yeah, he was really the man. Like, when I listen to these people talk about him, like, he was really, really the man. Hell yeah. And then everybody showed love on social media within, like, minutes. Got to. Got to pay homage. I mean, I think almost every follower I had posted a pic of Muhammad <laughs> Ali. Muhammad. No. That ain't really my style. Nah, I ain't never doing that. If I don't know you personally. Matter of fact, if I know you personally, I still might not still, do that. Listen, I don't really give too many shouts on the gram. All right. But I mean, Ali, Ali he was he was the man. I mean, just 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 liking sports in general growing up, and just learning about sports, sports watching documentaries. You, you really realize that he was just I don't know how to say it. Like, he was really that bull, man. In the ring and outside, man. You gotta for people that don't like people that are listening aren't too versed in Muhammad Ali. Just think he was a boxer. Y'all really need to uh, go on YouTube because it is your friend, just like Google, and y'all need to search that man and watch his interviews because like he he was a jokester, but. He was very serious about uh, mankind and, and treating people a certain way. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, that's, that's one. That's one trait that I think was real unique with him, and I wish more people would know that about him. Right. See, some of my earliest memories of Muhammad Ali come from my pop, like shuffling like him and doing all like. Let's say we play fighting, he be yeah. shuffling and talking trash and all that. So when you so growing up, when I start to see and see highlights of Muhammad Ali, I always like that. Right. Like you talk about the word humble. For sure. See, see the biggest thing about. Us walking around to us, we're tired of being humble. Is when you talk the talk, you, you gotta back it up, right, and that's one of the things you know Ali really did. Like, the nigga said he was the greatest before he even had the belt, but what did he do to Sonny Lister? And he stood up for what he believed in, like, right? My man, my man, religion, he didn't want to fight a war because he said it was a, another person's war, and it go to it went against his religious beliefs. So, what he said, he wouldn't go, got his title stripped. Got threatened with jail. Eventually, didn't he, he didn't did, go, yeah. but he he they were threatening to throw my man, throw my man in jail. Right, which is funny because none of modern day athletes, a lot of them claim that they don't speak out on a lot of political things because they don't want to lose endorsements, right, or lose money. But this Ali, he was willing to give away his whole career, didn't care to man. stand up uh, for for what he believed in. So didn't care. Shout out to the boy, man. I mean, he he was he was he was really tough. And then also uh, growing up, I want to say what the, the movie Ali. I think that might have came out when I was in what seventh eighth grade. That was back Something in the day. It. Yeah, the boy, the boy Will Smith did, did his thing in that joint, man. For sure, it made me want to watch. Really want to watch uh, the Ali again. I want to go back and watch it. I, I actually watched some of uh, while I was doing some work in the house, doing some uh, watching a documentary of him, and uh, I I just really want to go back and really dive back into Ali because I feel like I don't even appreciate. The certain things he stood for and things he did. Right, right. I need to go back and, and really evaluate my man Ali. Try yeah. to live life like him. Yeah, it worked today. I was watching like just a whole bunch of classic Ali fights, man. Like the ball. Oh. He was ahead of his time. Like he was so quick. Like to have a dude that big and that quick and strong. Right. We ain't right. never gonna see that. Just First, like literally floating. Like the way, he, the way he fought. Like he was like it was, it was pretty, man. Right. It was pretty. That boy was a smooth athlete, man. Uh, which one called some a person I work with they were saying how they were sharing like everybody's been sharing Ali stories my mom even got Ali story because he used to live in uh he used to live in Cherry Hill people don't know that he had a crib in Cherry Hill uh. yeah he had a crib in Cherry Hill and he used to live in Reading too where he trained but there was a casino in Jersey and my mom um, my grandma took all her kids there to see James Brown and Ali was at the table next to him and he was just like playing around playing with all the all my like my mom my uncles and everything so like everybody it's funny everybody has a story that's one and another dude that um i work with he's a writer when he was 19 he just went to ali's crib while he was training in reading went up there ali cooked him breakfast and everything took him to the uh gym it was before the foreman fight i think 
I thought the former fight was the Thriller Manila, was it? Mm-hmm. So it was before the film, former fight, former strong. So Ali was just on the ropes the whole time, just taking body punches. His Rope trainers dope, were just yep. hitting him right in the gut. And he was watching the, him train like, why is he doing this? Sure enough, fight comes. He eating all those punches. You know he I mean? getting ready for the rope dope Beats forming. So he, he was really great, man. Yeah, Ali was a smooth dude, very confident dude. One thing I like about him is like, um, for example, when he did get sick, he had Parkinson's and all that good stuff. Mm. Not good stuff, I should say, but <laughs> he didn't he didn't hide. Right. You understand? So like like a lot of people when you get famous and then you start to get you start to be on the decline, you start to get sick, they wanna hide. But this nigga, he almost made Parkinson's look cool. Right, right. Yeah, this nigga had a walker. <laughs> you feel me? Still just still smoking a walker. <laughs> you feel me? Even that nineteen ninety six joint where um at the Olympics, yeah, when he, when, he, when he was out there with the torch, I remember that, and that was crazy because my pop ran with that same flame. Like people don't, who don't know is before the last person um lights the flame, you know that 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 same flame yeah. goes all around the country. Yeah, and uh, that was the 1996 games in Atlanta. Mm. So when that John came through Philly, my pop ran with it. Word, yeah, that shit was crazy. So um, he actually saved that torch for me, and then he pawned it. But that's a different story. <laughs> but no. Nah. So that, I just remember that 1996 flame, man, when he was just standing out there with the joint shaking. And I do remember asking my dad, like, damn, what's up, my man? And he was explaining to me the Parkinson's and the punch drunk and all that good stuff. Right. But it's just, it's just crazy, man. Another thing I want to say is what Jim Brown said, and I kind of think it's true, because it reminded me of the 96 Olympics when basically everybody hated Ali. Right. But until he couldn't speak no more, then all of a sudden America loved People him. loved him. Like, that, that's deep, man. That's real shit, man. People scared when people speak their mind and speak what everybody else doesn't want to talk about. Right. right, and that's exactly that's exactly what he used to do, man. He checked this one. Uh, shout out to Brandon. He put this video in the chat. He checked this one uh, lady. She was in, it was in like a town hall meeting, mm-hmm. and she was saying basically she felt disrespected the way he's talking, and he was, he just paused there like, was she oh, from England or something like that? I think the whole thing the town hall was in. No, nah, I think this one was in America actually. But she was saying like the way he talks and their religion, like the Muslim faith and all that stuff. And he was like, "Hold on, you feel disrespected." He's like, "Ain't nobody in this room more disrespected than a black man in America." He was like, "If I try to open a business in Chicago, I'm gonna get right, shut down." Right, that's what I'm talking about. But if you start a business tomorrow, you can fully operational. He's like, "I can't even eat in some place in my hometown." Can right. you? And that's what he said. She said, "Well, I feel like she." She said, "I feel like the minority because I'm from England." Right. And he said, "Yeah, I'm from America." And you're more free here than I am. You from England, right? 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 You feel me? Yeah, so, she was from right, right, that was like that was crazy. And that brings me to uh, what's the boy named Morgan, the Pearson guy with the by the oh, things. Mor- oh, Morgan. Oh, you. Piers Morgan was tripping, dog. He definitely was. That nigga was so out of pocket, dog. Yeah, like sending out a whole bunch of. For those that don't know, he sent out a couple tweets saying um, Muhammad Ali is basically a bigger racist over the course of his life was a bigger racist than um, than Donald Trump is to Muslims. Right, like, which is which is ridiculous. I don't. I almost don't even want to address it because it's completely ignorant. And my thing is, is is that thing even from the country? Like, ain't he from England? So he don't even know the plight of like any black person anyway. Like Ali was speaking out on behalf of a whole people. So like, he, he was just tripping, man. This he is my like, thing. Even way. if he was right, you feel me? You mean to tell me Ali don't have a reason to be racist towards white people? Right. This man is from Louisville, Kentucky. Right. Nigga grew up in the South. Right. Nigga, you, he should hate white people. <laughs> the hell is wrong with him right he should and plus he's he's seen it like he lived through all like come on he lived through discrimination he lived through all that him being having to drink from different fountains opposed to people like right he got stripped he was chastised for not going not fighting a war because people were talking about his faith and and at the at the end of the day 
the war, which was the Vietnam War, the country finally realized that it wasn't it was the right war. war yeah. And then they got on, like, they got on his side almost. Yeah. It's, it's just... Uh, Shout out to the bull, man. So, Shout out Muhammad. Like I said, I, I definitely was on YouTube watching all his whole highlights. And I was watching whole fights. Like, I don't know what the hell going to happen. You got to. <laughs> I just wanted to study him, man. Definitely appreciate what the boy did. But speaking of YouTube, man... That brings me to the Kimbo Slice, because that was one of the original niggas I ever seen R. on YouTube. R.I.P. Kimbo, too, man. I ain't, I ain't even know what YouTube was until niggas was showing me freshman year. Yeah. Niggas was showing me uh, Kimbo Slice fights in, in the backyard. Yeah. Kimbo, he was only, what, 42? Knocking it 47. 40, 42. 42. Uh, 42. Something like 46, that, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Knocking niggas out bare knuckle. <laughs> yeah, so the crazy... Backyard brawls. The, the crazy thing about Kimbo Slice, if people don't know, is like... This dude really got... He was like one of the first internet sensations. Absolutely. As far as going viral. As far as I think... It, I mean, honestly, it, that's the first video I remember being viral. Like, people talking about it. Talking about, yo, this guy, Kimbo Slice. This is before YouTube. social media, too. So everybody yeah. had to talk about it oh, in person. YouTube. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. Exactly. The next day at school or something, you like, yo, Nigga I seen literally you showed me the video. Like, yeah, you yeah. got to see this. Niggas in the library right. watching Kimbo Slice. Kimbo. Yeah, so if you don't know, Kimbo Slice from, from Miami... Like he literally started out with just a backyard Haitian brawler. Amer Haitian American bull knocking Haitian American knocking niggas out. Yeah, yeah. So basically, he was just um he was just a regular. He did like odd jobs. He worked at clubs, his bodyguards and stuff like that. Security. And he was just shit. known for just knocking niggas out. Straight up. So he actually got popular originally, but on a porn website. Like it was a porn, ah, it, was a, it was a porn website. Mm -hmm. Website was that? I don't remember. But they started putting not porn of him, but him just. Doing like regular prize fights in people's backyards. This ain't no, you get this amount, I get this amount. It's winner takes all. What was he like? He was like their security guard. Yeah, I guess. yeah. He started out as a I think it was like guard. I think it was like Bang Bros or something right, like that. Right, right, right. No, it was actually uh, Reality Kings. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. That, that exactly. I'm that's exactly what pornography. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly <laughs> what it was. Back now. It was Reality Kings, reality Miami King. based porn company. Yep, that's <laughs> and, uh, exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's what he was known for. So on this same website, they would just show Kimbo Slice fight. Kimbo, Kimbo fights, yeah. and that's how he got put on the YouTube, and that's when he he, he he um he basically skyrocketed. And the crazy thing about that, what I can really respect is he went from just a street nigga to the professionals. Like yeah. he ended up in, in he ended up in UFC. Yeah, yeah UFC he had a couple uh, professional fights, UFC fights, man. You talk about started from the bottom, like, <sighs> you, like this nigga was homeless. He was living in this Pathfinder. You feel me? And, and then to get all the way to that's like I was saying, that's like akin to a street basketball player. Ended up in the league. Right. Mm -hmm. You feel me? It's pretty much the same thing. It's just crazy. Um, Seen that nigga knock somebody eye out to his socket. Dog. Yeah. That shit was crazy. The fight I was watching, it was when they was in the backyard. He was just letting dude tag off on him. And then finally the dude just gave up. He was like, man, I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool. Chill. I don't want to fight no more. Right. No. Kimbo was on, on a hundred. I'm still going to fight you. Yeah, man. So... I don't know, it's just tough to see him go like that. But he was definitely on the roids, though, because I believe the last professional fight he had, oh, yeah, he, he got, won, but then yeah. he, took it, he took it back from him, right? Yep, because he uh, tested positive. Oh, well, that's, that's how you die at 40, in your 40s. Right. Yeah, that, that definitely that and maybe some drug usage, but I'm sure this, this steroids probably had a... Moderation is key. Yeah, I'm sure he, the steroids had something to do with that, for sure. Yeah, so they, they haven't dropped the, the exact cause of death. But common, not, I don't want to say common sense, but, right, but the masses believe that it has something to do with steroids and, steroids and like you said, drug use. Party drugs, man. Hey, he was living that Miami life. Turn At the end of the day, he did live in Miami. He was from Miami, and he got that bread, so. <laughs> Shit, man. As he started doing the rich man drug, I guess, but no. 
Well, shout out to the boy Kimbo. I think actually his son is an actual professional fighter now too. I think in the UFC too. So that nigga was scary looking, man. I would not want to fight that nigga in the no, streets. Not at all. That's a nigga you got to piece it out with. Nah, not fight a nigga named Kimbo. You need that nigga on your side. If he come up to recess, right? No membership, no nothing. You blend him in. <laughs> He's in the house tonight. <laughs> Kimbo partying tonight. For free. <laughs> that nigga on scholarship. <laughs> Yo, no, you gotta tell when you're bouncing niggas. I was about to say, I'm gonna have my security handle that. Yo, I'm gonna need you to tell this nigga he cannot come in. Cause you better call Philly's finest. Right. <laughs> they ain't gonna do nothing, man. Trespasser. Right. Listen, just just nice and quietly, please get this nigga out of here yeah, before he causes a scene. Yeah, y'all don't want no, y'all want no parts of that. So before we get out of here, the last one of the last things we gotta highlight, but we probably could have been a little higher in the show, is uh, Stanford, man. Stanford University, y'all love y'all love the race bait on this show. Right, right. But it, is it really race bait when it's the <laughs> like just facts, just truth? I mean, it is what it is. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I don't give a damn about the story. And I kind of don't like it. I don't like how you reacted to the story. Kind of. How did I react to the story? Because like you, just how you this did. Nigga yeah, Bill, really this nigga, this nigga, this nigga Bill was sexual today. Oh, I'm reading this. I'm heated. I'm like because right, like <laughs> okay like bro. It really got me mad because... I hope. It, explain, people, explain to the people what's going on. So it's, I, a, Stan- Stanford it's, a, University. it's a Stanford rape case, right? Um, a young lady got raped in, that attended Stanford. I don't even know if she attended, but... Yeah, she, they, was, she, she, was a, she was a student also. It was two Stanford students. His name is Brock Turner. Okay, he was he raped, a swimmer at Stanford University. He was a swimmer at Stanford University. He raped an unconscious woman behind a dumpster. Right. Now, After a fraternity party. Correct, yeah. Okay. So lit. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's so the purpose of lit. Sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> so his lawyers, right? His lawyers provided. His lawyers were smart, one, and that that just proves that if you got the right lawyers, you can get out of anything. Got to pay to play. Right. So <laughs> that's, oh, sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be the name of the show. Now. Like, pay to play. You're pay right. to play. So uh, so his lawyers provided a whole bunch of like multiple character witnesses to the judge. Jerry Persky, who also is a Stanford graduate, believe he played sports at Stanford. Amen. He understands. So, uh, as a result of all these characteristic um, character witnesses, um, witnesses, the judge gave out a very lenient sentence of six months. Now he was facing a maximum of six years. I'm well, sorry, four- a maximum of fourteen and a minimum of six. Right. The prosecution asked for six. Right. Which is crazy. Because the prosecution's supposed to like want the max. Yeah. So they were already the doing him a favor, asking for six years. Right. Which is crazy. But uh, the judge gave him a very lenient uh, six months, which he probably won't even serve that. He'll probably get out on three or something. Ten, three behavior. months for good behavior. Exactly. So, but he was caught. He was caught mid rape. Like mid rape was caught by two mm-hmm. people riding a bike by the dumpster. Said, "Hey, stop!" And he just booked it. So that was my thing. I kind of feel like had he kept going and finished. It. I mean, you he, a real he, savage. He, you're ass guilty. Dude. You're guilty when you take off running and she just drops to the ground. I kind of feel like you hold her up and you keep hitting it. And it's when they say, hey, stop. supposed to be out here. What you mean, stop? You a real savage-ass dude if you do some shit like that. No, right not around. me, but I'm just saying. No, I, I know what I'm saying. I feel he, like. I hear what you're saying. He right, would have right. been real savage, like. <laughs> I hear. I completely feel what you're saying on the finish tip. Maybe him running did make him look guilty. Right. Is you finished or is That's you done? That's where Frank Green went wrong. He took off running. You you might have a little bit, or Mike Brown. With Mike Brown did too. Didn't he start running after? He? No, he didn't get a chance to run. Okay, anyway, but so uh, the judge, <laughs> the judge clearly sided with the prosecution and actually helped this kid out. But I have a couple problems wrong with this case. One is what's the, your problems? Because I need to know. One is the mugshots. Okay. okay. The the family 
withheld the mug shots for the longest. Now everybody know that as soon as you do something, a mug shot comes out. Right. Now, every time a, to me, every time uh somebody in this position a, specifically a white person that with shit money, is, yeah. <laughs> they they try to withhold the mugshot. So people never saw his mugshot. You know what's shot that the news was running? What? His yearbook picture in a damn suit with a tie on. Okay, so so how, why do you why does that bother you? His that bothers shot? me because it gives you the whole perception like it's too much to pull my mugshot picture up while you go. Go ahead. Oh yeah, go ahead. So my problem is Shit. that gives the whole media perception of oh first of all he's smiling in his uh senior in his uh college yearbook yeah. photo like and he's a rapist. Like you on trial for something. You, something that you did do. Like this is a fact that you did rape this girl. He is going to have to register to be a sex offender though. Correct. He right. is. Which right. is I mean that does hurt but uh, yeah, the other thing that the other weirdo. thing besides the mug, mug shot that hurts me and the family like trying to withhold the mug shot and think about matter of fact think about all the black cases that you've seen that mug shot come out fast black person hair all messed up they just look oh, nigga, why are you uh, why are we talking about a mug shot because that is a problem I have why 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 is the family able to withhold a mug shot from the media don't that seem weird to you like doesn't that seem a little privileged I think it does but anyway uh so the judge, not the judge, but um, the second part I have with the problem is with this case is the father wrote a letter to the judge. In the letter, in this letter, says, uh, quote, he will never be his happy-go-lucky self with that easygoing personality and welcoming smile. This is what his father's saying about a rapist, by the way. Um, his every walking, mo no, I'm sorry, his every waking moment is consumed with worry, anxiety, fear, and depression. His life will never be one the one that he dreamed of and worked so hard to achieve. This is a steep price to pay for 20 minutes of action. That nigga, shit, what life. the fuck? You should have thought about that shit. Are you kidding me, my man? And, or he meant to trick over the trash can. Right. So, like, the father, who, I, I can't even fault the father because that is your son. But at I'm the not, end I'm of not, the day, I'm you're having right a hard time following you, my man. What, what, what are we upset about? I'm upset about everything I just said. Nigga, the mugshot and his father writing a fucking letter to the judge. What you mean? Right, let me ask you this. First of Pleading all. Pleading for his rapist son to have be lenient, lenient on my rapist son. He made a wrong choice raping this girl in the 20 minutes. Don't throw his life away okay. all this 20 let me, years let me that he's had. Let me ask you a question. Have you made a mistake before? Absolutely. Everybody has. Okay. Did you play sports at Delaware State University? Yes. What'd you play? Football. Okay. If you hit a chick behind a dumpster, right? Yes. And you got charged with rape. Would you want six months or fourteen years? Six months. So what are you upset about, Bill? But because that wouldn't happen to me, Tremaine. Right. It would. I wouldn't be talking to you right now because I'm a black man. I wouldn't be here right now. Like if that same exact situation. I'll give you an example. Vanderbilt case. Unconscious woman. Videotape of people taking her to a woman, a room, and a black male going into that room and raping her. How many years did he get? 14. It sounds like the, the judge did him a favor. <laughs> Come on, man. That shit ain't <laughs> I'm right. I'm trying to figure out what That shit ain't right, though. Oh, it's, a, nigga, it's a double it's standard. money. Yeah, he's white. You're black. I mean, that's and the world we live in. It, it shouldn't be like that. Be like that. It's, it 2000, it it's 2016, man. It's 2016. And, and that's still white and we still black. And that goes back to my point of like... Go back to the Freddie Gray, Gray nigga, case. I'm so tired of niggas. No, I'm going to go back Gray. to that. I'm going to go back to the Freddie Gray case because it got real quiet after that. Like, people didn't stop marching. This is what happens when people don't cause a huge uproar. Like, this this actually is, like, a popular topic in the news and everything. It but, is. It is. But as far as, like, people working towards something, I don't, I don't feel like it's enough people holding their 
their representation in the government responsible for when shit like this happens. All right, so say say we burn down the city, burn down Stanford University. They're not going to change this man's sentence. The yeah, that's not going to. That's done. I'm not going to. Yeah, that's done. Correct. The judge did him a solid favor. He's white. Nigga, I'm not surprised. I'm I not should be too, upset. But it shouldn't be like that. That's the whole point. That's what. That's why I'm pissed at the case. That's why I'm pissed at the case. Okay, yeah, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't. Now, nah, thank you. You can agree with that? No, it shouldn't be like that. All right. But my thing is, it's how it is. So why should I be upset or expend energy on this case when... Trust me, that's just how it is. Trust me, I'm not. You you shouldn't be so easygoing and letting it just be accepting it. Right. Like you shouldn't just be like, oh, that's how it is. Fuck it. Racism. Especially the fact. Oh, racism. That's how it is. I'm gonna bring it it to the family. You got two daughters. Wouldn't you be pissed if a dude like, if that put yourself in that the father of that woman? Okay, let me let me think. Okay, my daughter's getting drunk at a frat party. And that's what the father did. She's unconscious. So it's her daughter. My daughter's now behind a dumpster. Bent over. Unconscious. And see, see. Unconscious. She's it's unconscious. Not will, it's not willing. I'm having a hard time believing that she was unconscious when this thing started. Uh-huh. So did he carry her up to the trash like she's trash? Let me, let me take her out to the dumpster. She's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? It's a little bit of life in here. Let me, let me, let me reach for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. This is a joke. He's white, people. He's white. <laughs> Correct. He's yes. white. We're black. We can't do what they do. The black. What's funny about the the Vanderbilt case I brought up too? That judge was black. Gave him fourteen years. Okay. The fuck, black guy. He want to keep his job because he's black. He got to do his job. He got to. The black guy. The black judge can't give out no no three months. Right. He can't give out no sweet sentences. Right. That's fuck, that's fuck. my thing. Like okay. I, I feel so like that's I a should, double standard. There's a double standard. I I admit that, and that's why I feel like us being black. We gotta live a certain way. We can't live like the whites. And that's why you play it Uncle Tremaine like, when you get pulled over. It, it shouldn't be it like all that, comes though, full man. Circle. Yeah, you're right. I play Uncle Tremaine. Matter of fact, speaking of Uncle Tremaine, here we go. I got pulled over yesterday. Right. Damn. I get pulled over all the time. But this time. For my tents? For my tents. So that's what I always say on this podcast or when I talk to people. I get pulled over all the time. So because of my tents, I'm automatically guilty. And I had one officer tell me before look, I can give you a ticket, $150 for every window. Brother, that's true or false. Whatever. So I'm already guilty. But yesterday was the first time I feel like I got put over for no reason. You feel me? Mm. But I was actually dirty. Normally, I don't mind getting pulled over because right. I'm a black man. I got a job. I'm, I'm cool. So once I talk to these guys, they don't let me go. Like, I haven't gotten a ticket in years. And I probably get pulled over. What I put? Every time I get pulled over, I put in a chat. Yeah. I get pulled over at least three like, times yeah. a month. Like, I really feel like you, it's high frequency as many times right. as I see nobody gets, behind you. Nobody gets pulled over as much as me. But yesterday was one of the few times I was actually dirty, you feel me, and I got pulled over. But it was actually for no reason. This was the first time I feel like I got pulled over for just being black. So everybody was happy. Everybody I texted, I sent out the group picture. I sent out the picture to everybody. Look, I'm pulled over again. <laughs> and niggas was clapping it up. Niggas, niggas was excited. They were like, yeah. good. That's what you get for talking about Freddie Gray. But the nigga pulled me over. Now, I had to tell niggas I had to go into Uncle Tremaine mode. But... I was actually a little pissed off because I'm like, come on, this is some bullshit. You feel me? So I'm coming down by Ceylon Avenue. Mm. Now, I seen a cop coming towards me. You feel me? I ain't had my seatbelt on. So I slammed him on. I on the slide. Bang. All right. Now, I don't know if these niggas banged a quick Yui or it was somebody else behind me. Next time, I look in the rear. It's a cop behind me. So me being a nigga, like I said, I'm not riding properly at the time. 
I'm a little dirty. Yeah. I ain't gonna get into the detail. I ain't gonna date myself. <laughs> so what? What a nigga do? I dip into the McDonald's, <laughs> acting like a nigga with some fries. <laughs> Next thing I hear is woo woo. <laughs> I said, Oh my god, right? So <laughs> I'm in the McDonald's. I'm chilling. They ain't just hop out on me, mm-hmm. nigga. It was four cop cars, all for brother Tremaine. You feel me? Now listen, y'all. I went how, to, how'd that make you feel, Uncle Tremaine? I ain't gonna lie, I was a little salty. Because I'm like, God damn, all the shit out, out here I do in these streets, the one time I'm riding properly because I know I don't want no problem with these boys, mm. they jump out on me. You feel me? So I was a little salty. Then, so once his homies got there, they got tougher. When they ran up on me, get your hands out of the car. And they actually admitted, they was like, because of that tent, it's a black car and a black tent. That did it for you, was the quote. That did it for you. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, my nigga, who commits a crime in a Nissan Altima? <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you niggas? Crime, so anyway, crime. mind you, I just got done playing ball. Mm. Shirt still sweaty. Got ball shorts on. I didn't even take my shoes off. I didn't even have my flip-flops on. These niggas pulled me out the car, searched me. I'm like, my man, what are you searching me for? You can see I ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> you feel me? Right. Long story short, man, they said it was a lot of crime in the area, which is Philadelphia. It's crime everywhere. They were saying somebody just got shot, blase, blase, and they were actually sent to, you know, cut down on the gun violence. So they put me in my car, they asked me a thousand questions. Now, mind you, like I said, I'm in Uncle Tremaine mode because I'm dirty. You always in Uncle Tremaine mode. No, no. I, I think, I think real rap, if I'd have been 100% legit, I'd have had a problem with this. Because mm. this is this is just out of control. Right. So I've never been asked to step out of my car. They put me out of my car, they packed me down. Ask me a thousand questions. These niggas ran in my car searching. I'm like, damn, they got to plant something on you, boy. They wanted me to be guilty so bad. You feel me? Long story short, they had to let me go. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just couldn't understand it. So I see how niggas feel. I see why. That's like my first negative experience with the police. Because a lot of times on this podcast, I always say like, well, I've never pulled over for no reason. I'm always guilty. Because I, I like riding shoulders. I go through red lights. I do what the fuck I want to do. Right. But I feel like that was just the one time. It, it was just It was just a little bit too much. You feel me? But as a black man, and, I, and at the end of the day, they still could have gave me a ticket for the tents and whatever else and took me in for whatever else was going on. But I guess they was really looking for a gun. They couldn't. They couldn't because they had no proper, they didn't have proper warrant to go in my car anyway, I guess, right? right? Exactly. Proper cause. I'm pretty sure they would have They would have made up a cause. They tried. But, yeah, they, they definitely, I mean, these niggas asked me so many questions. These niggas, I'm like, God damn, like, <laughs> What nigga. the fuck y'all want from me? Y'all niggas are so mad I got a job. Like, Listen, nigga, I had 10 points and 4 rebounds. And yeah, right. right. Game, like. What else do you want from me? This nigga name? asked me so many times where I'm coming from. I had to show this nigga my text message. Like, this is the address, my nigga. Like, I don't know where I'm coming from. I had to come down here to get something from my tripod. Like, anyway, it, it was a mess. But anyway, like I said, as black men, maybe I shouldn't feel this way. I do feel like we got to move differently than white people. So when something happens and a white person gets special treatment, I'm like, okay, he's white. We're black. Should have let that know. Nah. You shouldn't be comfortable. But is it like that? Yeah. Okay, so what can we do about it? Now, okay, I could have fought the cops yesterday. Where would I be right now? That ain't, but that, I don't think I could have beat him up. Get the fuck off me, motherfucker. <laughs> I could have. Get the fuck off me, man. I got a degree, man. That ain't get me nowhere. So what do you do? Yes, officer. No, officer. I was playing basketball, officer. You see these shorts? I graduated from Delaware State, officer. <laughs> like, these niggas are asking me so many questions. Man. And at the end of the day, Fuck you called Michael Tremaine, but if you was riding how I was riding last night, you would have been the same way. Or you would have been a dummy. Well, I might have been. I don't know. <laughs> you would have been on the back of a tow truck, nigga. <laughs> 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 Get carried away. 
Y'all better get in line, man. But like I said, no, it's not right, but it is what it is. I just feel like that's how we gotta live. I ain't getting in line. And I feel like me burning down the city or us burning down Stanford University down down ain't gonna city. get us nowhere. It ain't about burning down the city, I don't think. And de- you definitely don't want to play, play that I'm fighting the cops role because then you're gonna get your ass. You, all, you can't beat the system, man. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I just can't don't get it. System. And, to be, uh, and like I said, to be honest, I'm not outraged about the situation. If it was my daughter and she got raped, how would I feel? I don't know. My daughter's is two and ten months. We'll figure it out in a couple years. How I feel. Probably had to lay the murder game down. I don't know. But they're white, man. The girl that got raped was white. Hey, it's a white, white problem. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> white problem. They got to figure it out. Yeah, but and if I was the guy that committed the crime, give me six months, judge. Good job, judge. Dog, that letter was so disrespectful. Y'all, for, please read that letter, man. I, I, I read some of the victim's even, letters. Even the victim letter, she, she wrote a 7,000 word yeah, joint yeah. right to him. That shit was too long. You was getting it popping. He helped you out. Who? That you nigga don't take him out of the dumpster. <laughs> How? How do you help What's the out? goal of going out, Bill, in college? Getting get, drunk. Get them yams. She got drunk. She gave the yams. Give up the yams or get the yams. Apparently, she didn't get them. As far as I'm concerned, the niggas on a bike was hating. They was hating. Why is niggas on a bike chasing down a man who was getting some yams? They was blocking Come on, cause man. it was cause he was a fucking a dead body. She was unconscious, my nigga. That's man, why. That's, man, listen, man, listen, man. Whatever. Y'all don't. We don't know the details. <laughs> now, now I got me defending the white man. That's what you're doing, cause you Uncle Tremaine, nigga. It all comes back to the Uncle Tremaine. You play cool for the cops. <laughs> you Uncle Tremaine. That's all good, man. I support a young athlete getting getting it popping after a frat party. I mean, I went to college. <laughs> we all went to college, didn't we? <laughs> I hope you ain't kept no cases. So if there. it would have been a white the white boy and the black boy and they both got charged for the for rape, white dude gets six months. White dude gets six months, black dude gets six years. No, that ain't going down. No, no, no of course not got a problem, that's obvious. <laughs> what you mean? It's the same. You got a black boy with six years and a white guy six months. What just happened? That's what. That's the whole case. And they commit the crime together. Yeah. Dog, it's the same crime. It's rape. Like there, it's the same crime. The woman was unconscious in both situations. I'm it's having a hard time. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just having a hard time realizing a woman being unconscious. Like you're telling me this nigga carried her to the dumpster. Come on, man. She gave up the yams, man. Got caught, played dead. Come on, man. <laughs> so, so you think she was completely conscious? Listen, Baylor at Baylor at all these schools, these hoes is giving these yams up to these athletes, yeah, man. Absolutely, that happens like, everywhere, on, man. These hoes, then when they get caught, they want to play rape, call rape. I'm just happy it never happened to me. <laughs> Yo. Man, was, these hoes is having sex. I agree with you. Yeah, they giving up the yams. But they are. Still. That happens. So what are we? What are we talking about? We talking about when is unwillingly giving up, like or or not even unwillingly, because she could have been with it earlier in the night. That's but once a le- once a woman's unconscious and that ain't your girl, this is just a girl you met in a bar, Money, and you having sex with her behind a dumpster. Like at that's, one point, that's shady. At one point in your dumpster? mind, you gotta say, you know what? Have you ever had sex behind a dumpster? Not behind nah. a dumpster. Nah, me either. I'm just asking. Yeah, you. <laughs> what if I say yeah? Yeah, I did plenty of times. No, but I, I just, I, like, I just have a hard time believing that these kids. At some point, you gotta. At some point, as a man, you gotta say, you know what? I don't think. Yeah, it's been. It's, it's, yeah, you, you definitely gotta call it off sometimes. Right. Like, you gotta call it a game and just chalk think, it up. She drunk. I'm I'm I'll holler at her later. Where I said, nah, not tonight. Matter of fact, I gotta. <laughs> nah, this is nah, this is a true story. I remember we had a gym party. You know, the gym party at Del, Del State. Mm-hmm. And, and we went to a black school. 
And it was a white girl in a gym party. I don't know where she came from. Because the only white girls at our school at the time was... The equestrian chicks? Yeah, equestrian, volleyball, volleyball. or whatever. We had some white girls. We had some white people to go to school. Man, this nigga G Stacks was about to take this white joint back to the crib. I said, D- dog, chill. Nah, man. Bro, chill. You're going to be outside the lines I by... That. I think I remember that. I said, you're going to be outside the lines by Monday. You take that back to the room. I had to say that man life, man. White girl down at Del State party. Nigga, it's going down. We all going down. I'm I'm his roommate. I'm going down with him. Absolutely, because you in there. You accomplice. She going to be like, it was my bed next thing. I'm like, come on, man. Everything looked the same down there. He was there watching. He ain't stopping. Yeah, like, come on, man. I saved saved all our our lives that night. (laughs) White girl came in there stumbling and bumbling. But anyway, man, (laughs) let's touch on these finals before we get out of here, man. They're bullshit. Episode yeah. 15. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Cavs is letting me down, man. Niggas, niggas, like, entertain me. I don't care who win. I just need some entertainment, man. Yeah, maybe they'll maybe switch when they go home. They go home, they play tomorrow. I hope so, man. Get the fucking brooms out on these niggas, man. I'm ready for football season. I'm not even, fo- real shit, I'm not even focused on basketball anymore. After them first two games went down, I, I, I moved on. That's because. They could take it to seven now, I wouldn't even give a fuck. It's not even entertaining, man. The nigga LeBron James, I, I ain't going to put it all on him. It's I, not. I want to. I mean, I, I guess technically it's not, but it's like my nigga. At I least saw Draymond, go down fire. Draymond Green dunked. He caught a putback over Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love in the same game. Yep. That ain't LeBron's fault. I'm Ooh. sorry. These niggas got to do better. My problem with LeBron, this may not even be a problem. It just don't look like he's going 100%. He can't do it by himself, body. though. Can't okay, so at least try. At least go down fire. Like One thing I said about KD they lost. He was going down, turning it over, shooting it and everything. I, th- I think because KD, like on to that point, it's KD and Westbrook. That's them two. Like, they're going to fire. LeBron more f- of a facilitator gets his team up in the, involved. But he in the can game. turn that thing up and start scoring, though. That's the thing. Like, he last can. year when he knew he ain't had 11 Kyrie, nigga, he was going smack at niggas. He was. Putting up 40, 13, and 12 and all that bullshit. He was. But whatever, man. I'm tired of these finals. I'm tired of basketball. Better put some respect on these light-skinned niggas' names out here, right, man. Oh, my God. Let's, let's get out of here, Clan man, for these niggas. Light-skinned. Light-skinned legion. Steph Curry done came on the screen in here and the niggas done got niggas done got power. Two straight final MVP. Niggas got some confidence, man. MVP. Clay gonna win. He might Put some win respect finals. on it, <laughs> He might win finals MVP. Clay. Who, Clay? He might. Nigga, they win, he just going to drink, man. The darkest nigga on 18. You better not. Oh, fuck out of here, man. His bum ass. This ain't Rocket Science. We're episode 15, man. We just we just talking tonight, man. We just rapping. I'm just rapping. Rapping it up. Anything else on your mind, brother Billy? Nah, man. Sorry. Shout out to the boy Brock, man, for Stanford. Hold your head, baby. Do your three months. <laughs> yeah, you're going to receive a lot of feedback yeah, from shit, that one, yeah. man. I mean, maybe I'm just having a hard time understanding what's going on. We got Nisha. Let me talk to you for a second, Nisha. Pay your bartenders. Come, come to the chair for a second. As a woman, as the only woman in the room right now, and a drinker. <laughs> have you ever woken up back out behind ever, the dumpster? Have you? Before we get out of here, have you ever been unconscious enough that somebody could take advantage of you. Yeah. You no, no be, she said no. She said no. You got to be lit. Is there a such point of being drunk where somebody can literally take you out back to the dumpster, take you to the trash? <laughs> yes. There is. Okay. Me, She's confirmed. Personally, no. I, but I know for a fact there is. There's, there's a level of drunkenness. Yes. Have you ever stopped? Absolutely. Like, have you ever seen your friends before? Like, seem way too drunk and you stopped something like a dude was kind of like hovering my friends no okay but this is my thing so so as a woman but you got to be conscious then right 
There's okay, so no such thing. I don't think that she was unconscious. I don't think that right, she that's was my not, point. like, I don't think that she was unconscious. That's my point. I do think that she was too. Come on. I what? Come, come, here talk come over here to my girl. I do think that she was too drunk to be having sex behind somebody's somebody's trash dumpster, whatever it was. Either way. Right. So these are all our assumptions. Maybe she liked it like that. So you can't just give a nigga 14 years. That's all my point. She like having sex by the dumpster unconscious. That's her thing. No. Come on, man. It's not her thing. It's not a thing. That is not a thing. That is not no girl saying to thing. get get trashed at the at the, the trash. dumpster. Yeah. And he should have <laughs> at, the, at the end of the fat party. You, you'd yeah. be surprised. <laughs> man. But anyway, man. This whole topic. We could, I mean, because I think it's a joke. White people do what they want, man. That's what it comes down to. That's anyway, okay. apparently, it's not okay. What are we gonna do about it? All right, come on. We gonna start a rally here tonight, y'all. Come on. Where no. are we going? Listen. What, what we burning down? Okay. <laughs> you don't have to riot to not be okay with it. You just don't sit here and accept it. That don't mean I'm okay with it just because it's happening. Right. I'm not gonna add to it by getting the same mindset that they got. Oh yeah, I can do whatever I want. Oh yeah, they can do whatever they want. No, the fuck you can't. That's right. You can't. Because I said you can't. That's, That's right. Because you said they can't. But I they can. Because so. they got six months. <laughs> this ain't Rocket Science, people. <laughs> Episode 15. <laughs> I'll let us, man. I'll let the website. TidyBeHumble.com. At TidyBeHumble on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Comment. At, at Tart. Listen, y'all better have something to say to me. <laughs> Yo, if y'all Listen, if y'all don't have something to say that, to this man right, after his man. comments to tonight. Me, but listen, listen. I'm not putting on the show. This is how, this is how I feel. Like, I, listen. And it's yeah, nothing wrong with that. Hard. This is where we live. This it's, is where we're from. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying the people should actually like want to reach out and say, voice their opinion on your on your thoughts. I think, I think they're gonna agree with me. <laughs> I highly, do I highly doubt that shit. But hey, you you might shock me. People might shock me. Who knows? All right, well, go ahead and be better cops. Get shot by the cops. If that's what you went to. Not saying you gotta fight the cops. If that's man, what you went to. Hey, man, they gonna be chilling with my cousin. My cousin in here, man. Y'all can go holler him in jail. He'll take care of you. <laughs> you, want that cheese, you want that cheese sandwich in that bottle of water? Yeah, I mean, listen, I've been locked up before. I done did time. You know what I'm saying? I done did. I did about 14 hours back in March. Boys came pick me up in front of my own house. House I paid for. Tax. Sorry, let me get out of here, man. That's a true story, though. Anyway, man, St. Rocket Science, episode 15. Yep, yep. I'm here drinking Maniac Specials, man. It's been a good night. And, uh... There it is. We out. It's a wrap. Yeah, man.